Welcome to Heart, Soul, and Mind, the podcast from Centenary United Methodist Church. I'm Dr. Glenn Kinkin, Senior Minister here at Centenary. My hope is that this podcast will give you some good news for your journey today. Our scripture passage this morning is actually not the one that is printed in the bulletin. And actually, we will be reading from the book of Acts, the opening verses, chapter 1, verses 1 through 11. In the first book, Theophilus, I wrote about all that Jesus did and taught from the beginning until the day that he was taken up into heaven after giving instructions through the Holy Spirit to the apostles whom he had chosen. After his suffering, he presented himself alive to them by many convincing proofs, appearing to them during 40 days and speaking about the kingdom of God. While staying with them, he ordered them not to leave Jerusalem, but to wait there for the promise of the Father. This, he said, is what you have heard from me. For John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. So when they had come together, they asked him, Lord, is this the time when you will restore the kingdom to Israel? He replied, it is not for you to know the times or periods that the Father has set by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. When he had said this, as they were watching, he was lifted up, and a cloud took him out of their sight. While he was going and they were gazing up toward heaven, suddenly two men in white robes stood by them. And they said, men of Galilee, Why do you stand up looking toward heaven? This Jesus, who has been taken up from you into heaven, will come in the same way as you saw him go into heaven. My friends, this is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, We give you thanks for this time to gather together as your people, as your beloved children, to worship you. We thank you for the gift of music. We thank you for the gift of coming together in prayer and for hearing your word. Lord, as we come to this time of the message, I pray that the words of my mouth and the meditation and thoughts of all of our hearts will be acceptable and pleasing in your sight. O Lord, you are our rock and our redeemer. Amen. So today is an important day in the life of the church. Here at Centenary, we give thanks and we celebrate that it is Confirmation Sunday. And in churches all around the world, we are also celebrating what is known as Ascension Sunday. Now, to sort of situate ourselves into what even is Ascension Sunday, in the 40 days after Easter, 
Jesus made post-resurrection appearances to his disciples. He appeared to a variety of people and he continued to teach them about the kingdom of God. He continued to prepare them for what life would be like for the disciples in the next phase of the ministry, strengthening them, preparing them, and equipping them. And then after 40 days of post-resurrection appearances, what we as the church call the season of Easter, we have what's called Ascension Day. And that is the day where Jesus ascends into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. And we just read that account from the Gospel of, or the book of Acts, which was written by the same author as the Gospel of Luke. Acts is essentially volume two of the Gospel of Luke. And he recounts the ascension in the opening verses that we just read. But in the Gospel of Matthew, there's also a passage that talks about Jesus' ascension at the very end of the Gospel of Matthew. And I want to share these words with you as well. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the end of the age. You know, I don't think I can put into words what it must have been like to have witnessed the ascension of Jesus Christ. And I love how today's passage sort of indicates that perhaps the disciples were a little perplexed as well. It includes the words that the disciples are sort of staring up in heaven, wondering what is to come next. What does all of this mean? What are they to do with this? Now we who are on the other side, we know what's going to happen. We know that in about 10 days, we will be celebrating Pentecost, which we call the birthday of the church because we receive the gift of the Holy Spirit to empower us and equip us to go and to share the good news into all the earth. But before we get there, the ascension of Jesus Christ also contains for us very important truths for our faith and what it means for us as we seek to live in this world faithfully. In the ascension, we are reminded that all authority has been given to Jesus Christ. In other words, Jesus is Lord. He is Lord over all creation and heaven and for earth. And for those who follow him, he is Lord of our lives. We are called to put him first in all that we do. We seek to follow him in all of his ways. We seek to live and to love as Jesus did. And we are called to be witnesses of his good news, to continue to invite others into the faith. But the reality is, is that following Jesus is not something that we can do strictly on our own willpower. It's not something we can just muster up the energy and get it perfectly right. And so the ascension also reminds us of another important truth, is that Christ is with us always. Just as he was with the disciples on his final night on earth and he promised them that he would not leave him orphaned, 
So he reminds us again that he is with us always to the end of the age and will give us the power of the Holy Spirit. And we can lean on the power of the Holy Spirit to guide us, to empower us, and equip us. We also see in the Ascension a very important truth as well, and that is the wonderful gift of community. I love how Jesus ascended not just in front of one person, but among the gathering of the disciples. And I imagine that in the days and weeks and time to come, as the disciples were, were out doing the work of the church, that they really kind of gleaned strength from witnessing that event together and knowing that Jesus was with them, the Holy Spirit was with them, and they had one another to support one another and journey together as they shared the good news. So as we think about Ascension Sunday and what it means for our faith, how fitting that it's also the day that we celebrate Confirmation Sunday here at Centenary. Because since January, these confirmands have been preparing for this day. Each week they have studied what it means to profess that Jesus is Lord, what it means to live and to love like Jesus. And so as they come here this morning, they are confirming that decision. They have done their due diligence. They are ready to confirm their faith. And so we celebrate with them. We celebrate, we rejoice, and we give thanks that they are a part of our congregation. And we also affirm and we give thanks that they do not journey alone. As they have grown in their faith over the past year and as they continue to grow, we can be assured that the Holy Spirit has been with them to guide them, to lead them, to inspire them, to equip them, to guide them in their paths. Each and every one of them is dearly loved by God and nothing will ever separate them from this love. We celebrate that, that they do not journey alone, that the Holy Spirit is with them, and we as the congregation also affirm our commitment and our call as brothers and sisters in Christ to support them in the journey. We are so grateful for Tammy, for the youth ministry, for the confirmation shepherds, for the families and loved ones who have mentored them in this journey. And in just a moment, we will continue to affirm as a congregation that we will continue to support them as they grow and learn in their faith in the years to come. Friends, today's special events remind us of what it means to be the church. We are a community of people who profess, not just with our words on Sunday morning, but with our very lives, that Jesus is Lord. We seek in all that we do to become more like Jesus. And we lean and trust in the power of the Holy Spirit to guide us and to help us to do so. And as we do all this, again, we trust that we do not do it alone. We come together in a spirit of love and fellowship to support one another, to build up one another in our faith. And we are always mindful of growing our community, of sharing God's good news, of extending that invitation to follow him in all things. 
And so in just a moment, our confirmands will be asked to confirm their faith this morning. But I think the invitation to reflect upon our faith is for all of us today. As we leave today and as we go about our week, what does it mean for us to profess with our lives that Jesus is Lord? How does that impact our decisions that we make on a daily basis? How we interact with one another? How we use our time and our talents and our resources? What does it look like for us to be open to the guidance of the Holy Spirit, to lean on the power of the Holy Spirit to guide us, to equip us, to inspire us or convict us as we seek to be faithful each day? And how is each and every one of us called to build up the church? What gifts and graces has God given us that we can uniquely contribute to build up one another here in this community, in the body of Christ? On this day, we give thanks that our resurrected Lord has ascended and that he is seated on the right hand of the Father and all authority on heaven and on earth belongs to him. But as followers of Christ, people who have received the gift of the Holy Spirit, may we hear this truth. And may this truth transform our lives so that we can transform the world around us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for listening to Heart, Soul, and Mind, the podcast for Centenary United Methodist Church. We hope that you will consider joining us for worship on Sunday mornings at 9 or 11 a.m. Blessings. Blessings.